I remember I played this the other day. Pajolsta. Uh-huh. And I said this was please. And you said, no, it's your welcome. And I then I, it, I moved. I, we moved on, but then I was editing the pod and I was like, did he just say that Pajolsta means you're welcome? Because I've it been using both. it. Oh, thank God. Because I was so nervous because I was like, bro, I've been using this for <laughs> I, I literally at this point, probably over a year, probably over two years, and saying like, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- shoot. Pleasure. And being like, uh, please, you know. Pleasure. Uh, but, you know, follow the pod. And, and then I heard you say when I was editing the pod that like, well, it means you're welcome. And I was like, have I been using this wrong this whole time? And now Chad decides to tell me that I've been using this wrong. <laughs> if it's both, is it like bitter and it's bitter exactly like bitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So you can it it it, ha- yep. it takes on about forty eight different meanings depending mm-hmm. on how where you're at. I gotcha, I gotcha. But please is one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sorry, I, I asked you that while your mouth was <laughs> was full. All right, I feel better now, so I can continue using it how I've been using it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, now I'll play the theme song. Now that I know how Alrighty. I've been using uh, Pajolsta. Pajolsta. Привет. See, now that's the only thing about this new situation that I've adopted. And I can actually go back to my old situation. I have a dongle now. But um, I, can't play, like, oh. dro- I can't play drops on top of drops like I could before. Ooh. We need the drops on top of the drops on top right. of the drops. I have the don- I have a new dongle. We can do it when I uh, All right. next episode. I'll have it. I'll have it. Nice. Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here today to talk about overrated and underrated, some of the uh, top and maybe also some of the worst uh, summer travel destinations and also activities. So it'll be a fun one today uh, to talk about some of the most overrated but also some underrated things you might be able to do this summer or places you might be able to go visit. So uh, without further ado, my man who always comes with his uh, five to uh, seven months of research for our episodes, my good buddy, Jared, what's going on, Jared? Yeah, that's very true. You know, I always say that with untranslatables, you guys have, everyone that listens, you have merely adopted the untranslatables. Chad and I were we born live in them. bred with the <laughs> bread by it. I don't remember. Now I'm trying to remember what Bane said. Born in it. Bread. Th- I don't know. But anyway, um, hello. Hi, Chad. Uh, your background, by the way, now is just registering. That seems like a, a summer held situation. That seems like a castaway situation. I mean, deserted island? <laughs> Unless I'm Cristiano Ronaldo, that's a terrifying situation. Mm. It's like, oh, no. What you can't see because you're poor is that there's a house within there and there's a helipad on the other side. Uh, or it's all I, just I underground. My, my water plane or whatever. Right. And the water plane has an attachment where a submarine goes underground to the garage. It's actually my custom-made Lamborghini jet skis. <laughs> yeah. You also can't see the racetrack that's within here. I, ha- I own some old Formula One cars. Um, speaking of Formula One, I'm also getting an Indy car nowadays, just just so, just so you know. Nice. My sport, I'm turning into a sports person. It's a very weird, it's a very weird thing. Um, I, I watched the Indy 500 yesterday, and it was quite, it was very exciting, even though I didn't really know any of the people. But uh, you know, that's all ir- irrelevant. Welcome so to the pod, when, everyone. So when when does uh, NASCAR come? Um, it's next. I just it's just the, the the only barrier is figuring out how to you know do it 
<laughs> that's the barrier. Mm. But it'll come. It'll be there eventually. Um, Chad, so let's 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 talk let's talk untranslatable podcast related things here. Let's do um, it. You know, we've talked about your upcoming trip to Germany, mm-hmm. which is apparently going to be a, a month from now. I'm hoping. Apparently, because no ticket has been purchased. There's still a pandemic, even though we're vaxxed up. Um, But I have another uh, route for you that I think you might find quite... um, Cruise ship across the sea. Enticing. Now, here's the deal. It's an airplane. Okay. These airplanes are legally certified to be flying in the air commercially, but it's not Lufthansa. So... Oh, I don't know. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's not even one of my favorite airlines. Uh, you mean so it's not I, Spirit or Southwest? <laughs> now, how dare you? I've ri- I, I think I've probably flown on Southwest once, and I every time I fly on Spirit, it's begrudgingly. No, this is United Airlines. I think Airlines. I've flown on Spirit twice as well, so I feel you. United Airlines came into my, my uh, circuit a little bit more because in Philly, it was more prevalent than uh, the airlines I was used to, like Delta. I think it was more of a, not a hub. I don't think it was a United hub. Maybe it was, but there were certainly more United flights than we have here from Detroit. But anyway, this is what uh, United is doing. United has a sweepstakes uh, to give customers a vac, uh, to give vaccinated customers a shot. Excuse me. A sh- excuse me. I'm confused because they use a pun and it throws me off because Uh-oh. I just want a normal title. United Sweepstakes give va- gives vaccinated customers a shot to win free flights uh, a year of travel. How your, do we sign up? Sh- your shot to fly, qu- quote unquote. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know, see, I, <laughs> this is why we need the proper j- shots, because now I have to go and find it. And, oh, slip it. One. There we go. There, there we go. go. Uh, y- y- listen. I'll have the proper setup next week. This is uh not. This is uh, janky, and I I understand. But your shot <laughs> to fly sweepstakes aims to encourage c- COVID nineteen vaccinations in support of the Biden administration national effort to encourage people to get vaccinated. By the way, just so you know, this is from United United's websites. Okay. United's website is what I meant to say. So this is not some sort of, uh, 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 you know, jur- journalist, you know, journalistic lean. This is United's post. I'm waiting for Domino's or Pizza Hut to be like, "Here's where the free pizza if you get vaccinated." Have you not heard of um, uh, Krispy Kremes? They had. Oh, the, did they, they do something? That. They were giving. They have. I think they have like a year of free donuts for people that are vaccinated so hey you get vaccinated but you might get diabetes uh yeah i mean which would you <laughs> i guess which would you prefer no neither. let's not even let's not even get it either that's the right answer Chad. <laughs> that is the right answer and i'm mad at, at myself well, for well even i'd like to be vaccinated but that. not, uh, yeah <laughs> that's the right answer and i'm mad that i even asked good. that i apologize anyways uh, i'm just trying Sorry, to make uh, content here <laughs> united is uh old, is only U.S. airline. This is really, by the way, hub.united.com. This is from United Airlines, and this is the sent. This is, I'm reading this. United is only U.S. airline where customers can upload COVID-19 testing and vaccination records directly to airlines app and website via the that's travel ready nice, center. But I'm yeah. sure that that's going to become more common. I'm sure. But I don't Just think wait. that's. A, but let's be clear. I don't think that's a requirement. Right. I don't think being having the test 
or vaccination is a requirement not yet. for domestic travel, at least, is what I'm saying. Domestic not, travel. Not yet. We'll see. United Airlines is offering its loyalty program members the chance to win free... Oh, you have to sign up, though. You have to, you have to sign you up do. to be part of the... <laughs> of course you do. There's always some catch. <laughs> of course you do, Jerry. I mean, of course, you have to have some sort of account, I guess, for them to track who you... Yeah, right. that makes sense. You got to sign up for their... But you don't have to be like some certain level. You just have to sign up for it, you know? Right. Uh, the chance to win free uh, flights for a year, year's worth of travel in support of Biden's administration, as I said. Under the terms of the y- y- your shot to fly sweepstakes, any new or existing mileage plus member who uploads their vaccination records to the airline's mobile app or website between today, uh, which was a couple days ago, and June 22nd can be entered to win a round trip. So there's still plenty of time. Uh, uh, a round trip flight for two in any class of service by the way they said can be entered to win a round trip flight for two in any class of service to anywhere in the world the united states anyone that would so essentially saying if you get coach you're a fool is that what they're saying yep united (laughs) yep sounds about right i feel like i feel like listen i haven't i've only read a couple of sentences but already i'm like my first thought is all right i'm going as far as i can and i'm getting the uh, most closest seat to the front that i can well not maybe the front but like the most highest quote-unquote class whether it be business class or um or i don't know if united has like uh, Emirates level showers and bars and bedrooms, but yeah, they do have sleep. some sort of business first class situation. Of course, we're proud to be part of our. Uh, we're, we're proud to do our part to incentivize people to get their shots. Said United CEO Scott Kirby. Thanks to the vaccine, more and more destinations are opening up for travel, and we know our customers are eager to fly. We're excited to give people one more reason to get vaccinated so that they can reunite with friends and family or take the long-awaited vacation, which all could be just one shot away or two. Um, listen, I'm all here for this. I'm here for this. When I, 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 there have been a lot of various incentives for people to get the shot in the past couple of weeks. And, you know, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, oh, man, I could have waited a little bit and gotten some cash out of this or whatever. But right. I don't even care about that. I honestly don't even care about that. I'm more just like, listen, whatever it takes. I don't need any of this stuff that is being offered, but I understand that it's a cool incentive. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, honestly, I, I might, ah, geez, I, you know, I get so nervous giving out so much like information right just in general i told you a couple episodes ago how i happily give fake e- uh, email addresses right and phone numbers and addresses all the time <laughs> they're actually um, all my info by the way in people. places by the way in places where um i'm quite confident that it won't affect me legally i'm not doing this on my tax re- right. returns or anything um just some but, random um, p.o box but a year of free flights uh is a is quite the incentive you know I wouldn't it's mind quite the that. Incentive. That'd be nice. I'm um, still waiting it, for my Krispy Kremes, Jared. <laughs> I mean, you gotta take the, you gotta you gotta take the first move on that. By the way, I have one more thing I want to talk to you about, real quick. Real quick. I know we've talked a lot. We've chit chatted. It's been great. I love it. By the way, once again, I mentioned I'm the editor, so who knows how much of this anyone will hear. But um, happy next Memorial podcast Day. episode is like five minutes long <laughs> happy memorial day and happy it's the worst memorial five day. minutes i can possibly find <laughs> it's me trying to find uh, a drop so it's just silence it just make it just makes no sense <laughs> it's just the the intro is hello and welcome and then just like you like uh 
Well, wah, wait one wah. second. Yeah, and then some drop. There you go. Happy Memorial Day, Chad. It's um, it's a time to honor. By the way, I know this episode comes out on Thursday, but it's 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 we're recording this on Monday, Memorial Day, mm-hmm. the final day of the Memorial Day weekend, where we should be honoring those that have passed away in combat. Our Vice President uh, Kamala Har- Kamala Harris, excuse me, she tweeted. Did you hear about this mm-hmm. on the 29th, which was what Two days Friday? Ago? She tweeted, um, enjoy the long weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh-oh. Watch people out. People were Ooh. mad. I'll Chad. bet they were. <laughs> I'll bet people are big mad, Jared. I'm just, I'll read this. Can I read this here real quick? This is from of the course. New York Post. So Vice President Kamala Harris drew heat online Saturday Hot. for telling Americans to enjoy the long weekend. Uh, by the way, this is a tweet that also involved a lovely uh, selfie of her face. Hashtag Memorial Day. Hashtag Looking USA. out onto her. Uh, no, no hashtags. Once you get to a certain follower level, hashtags, is, it's, just, it's just, you know. Just corny? It, not corny, but not, what's, the, what's the term for like unclassy? That's what I'm looking for. Unclassy. Anyway. It's like once you have millions of followers, there's no reason for to be doing these little tricks to try to get more people to notice mm. you. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have 687 followers. Excuse me, 680. No, well, first of all, Vice President Kamala Harris. Let's see how many followers she has. Probably she two has million. 10, mil, 10 million. 10 million. Four, uh, 10.4 million followers. So 10 million 400,000 followers on Twitter. She does not need to be using hashtags. But anyway, okay, fair enough. Let me let me get back to. Um, this the tweet real quick yeah happy long weekend enjoy the long weekend i just want to because they quoted some people that's what i want to get to reactions to the tweet were largely negative and sarcastic with that's one user surprise. replying i've never been able to enjoy memorial day with enjoy in quotes it became that much harder when i lost my son fighting for this country thanks anyway madame vice president long island rep Lee Zeldin, a Republican from New York, finished uh, Harris's short sentences, dot, 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 and paid tribute to the courageous men and women of our nation's military who sacrificed their lives in defense of our freedoms and liberties, uh, he wrote. Even some admirers of the female Veep did not hesitate to share. You've never heard of Veep before? I I haven't, no. There's a whole TV show... uh, uh, that used to be on Showtime, I believe. I believe. I just maybe. like the way it sounds. Veep. Called Veep. And it was about the vice president of the United VIP. States. That's a, that's a, have you heard of POTUS? Veep. No. Uh-uh. President mm-hmm. of the United States. You've never heard of POTUS? No. Uh-uh. How old are you, Chad? Old enough? Yeah. No, that is the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> old enough to know what POTUS means. I that know is... what POTUS means. You've, but never you've never heard. You've show. never heard. No, oh, it's not a show. Oh, what is oh, it? Oh, okay. No, okay, okay, okay. You I've said you've never term heard POTUS. Yeah. Oh, okay. of course. Thank you. You said you. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I understand. I, you I understand. You've never show. heard. Sorry. Okay, okay. I understand. Maybe you've never heard Veep. That that kind of makes yeah, sense. Veep. Veep. But I, I was. I was. I thought you were saying you've never heard of the term POTUS either, and I'm like, that is almost oh, no, concerning. Heard of That's <laughs> president <laughs> of the United yeah, States. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Veep is is the vice vice president. president yep. Veep. Um, Sorry. So what a disappointing <laughs> tweet from a person I like and support. Please do better. One wrote. Twitter is the. By the way, this is the New York Post, so it's so easy to find just the like the sort of the lowest of the. Like if I were to, they didn't. They don't have who wrote this. They they don't like like um, 
what do you call it? They don't source these tweets, but if I were to find out who these people were, it's probably like 10 followers, 38 followers, right. 12 followers. You know, it's like... Just some rando. I Listen... I guess, I I don't I don't mean to downplay these people that have lost people you know family or people they know in combat, but I'm gonna say personally I've been to a variety of Memorial Day celebrations and I've never witnessed like a proper celebration personally and I and I think it's just to me personally when I see this it's just like yeah people just it's just this is what social media is specifically and. Uh, and also like opposing political opinions it's just like let me find like oh this is a perfect uh place to to like you know what do you call it dunk on someone is what they call it right and especially like, on twitter all right yeah it's like i get it i understand i understand but it's like you know jared i will say i i will say it is it is at the same time, I, I will say it is a little surprising just to be like, enjoy the long weekend with the selfie. I think what's more sort of surprising to me than enjoy the long weekend is, hey, listen, I understand she's the vice president. She's not posting this stuff, but I would never, ever in my life personally post something like that and then just post like a glamour selfie of me. It's like, you know, she's not doing the guns she should like have, this, uh... but she's like looking and it's a great selfie. She looks great. But it's just like a, it's a bold move. It's like it's interesting to post this. I, I, I think I'm just thinking of it from the marketing head, you know, like because this is essentially a marketing move when you do these sort of posts like this. And it's like it's interesting that you chose to do the selfie of you like looking out onto the people as the as the as the picture. I just find it as an interesting choice. It doesn't bother me, honestly, at all. But I just I, but I just think as I, if I think about it, about it from a business aspect standpoint which is essentially this stuff kind of is it's just like oh that's an interesting choice um but it's a great selfie i'll give her that you know it would have been better <laughs> if she it's uh, not a selfie by the way it's it's not a selfie it's a great shot it's not a selfie i, I keep saying selfie would have been a better it's picture a shot of if her. she had a mimosa and she was on a yacht that's hilarious that's the way to do it <laughs> enjoy the long weekends you know i'm not working on monday that's right i hope you're not either that's right. <laughs> She's got a hot dog in hand. Get me on my yacht, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. Right. That's got right. a cigar in her in, in one hand, right. mimosa in the other. Chef's coming out serving her. This is uh Water Force Two or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how they <laughs> name they you know, these they have some sort of boats. I don't know how they name them. But yeah, you know, I, I just I just found it interesting that it's just um you know. It's it is Memorial Day. It's a little tone deaf to say the least. Just a little bit. Um, I guess so. I guess so. But I, I well, how do you how do you not mention? I mean, did she tweet something today about Memorial Day? You know what? Probably did. I bet I can. I, I have Twitter right here. I can easily just you open can up find that out, can't you? In, in it's a matter of the beauty of, of the internet. Yeah, of course she did. She's she, yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. Uh, throughout our history, uh, our service, men and women have risked everything to defend our freedoms in our country as we prepare to honor them on Memorial Day. We remember or, their services and their sacrifice. This was May 30th. And the, thing okay. I, uh, the, the, the enjoy your day or thing, long weekend. your long weekend was May 29th. The success okay. of our nation depends on strong middle class. That's why the American... Oh, that's something different. But that's on May 30th. I, well, take, I take back my tone deaf comment. I think people are just being haters. Haters yeah. going to hate. You know? Yeah, especially since it was on Friday. Memorial Day is not... I thought Memorial Day was on Monday. It is. 
Yeah. So I don't know. It's just yeah. It is. It's like so you're telling me you, uh, you as I don't know people enjoy is is it not like it's like yeah people enjoy a long weekend. I, I don't know how people how that is such a controversial statement. I read I actually an it's, article that they were talking about we should switch to a uh, three day weekend. And uh, just I, in general, I, I agree. Yeah, just in general. Three Aren't days. there some European countries that do that? Uh, pr- I mean, France probably does. <laughs> Italy might. <laughs> yeah. Spain probably does. They probably do. It's hilarious. I was thinking like Sweden or Finland or something. They're like, they yeah, might. A- um, but <laughs> or like four and a half. You know, like you go a half day on Friday. In China, they work six days a week, right? Or it's like they work eight days a week. Well, in China, sure, bro. sure, 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 sure. Japan I mean, as well. <laughs> but but I believe at least I, I've I've in, in jobs that I've had before I've had interactions with with companies mm-hmm. in China, and I believe I've heard that they're always available. That that no that well yes but um, specifically that you know in their sort of uh, I don't know if it's legally or whatever that they have a six day work week. That it's like a, I, I feel I like. I think so, yeah. I think that's pretty common. That it's like like Monday to Saturday is their work week. I've or even heard like at that. least when I was looking into potentially working and teaching in Vietnam that uh, teachers over there work six days a week as well. Mm, mm. And that uh, turned me off a little bit, to say the least, Jared. Yeah, because you're a weak American. It makes sense. It that's makes right. sense, and I don't blame you. Although I, would... I work six days a week right now. That's true. That is true. Yeah, but between two different jobs. But that is true. Uh, and that is like like most Americans, because this is what yeah. Ameri- well, this is what you have to do these days. America, yeah, that's yeah, the right. land of the free. Listen that's to our last episode. <laughs> that's do you right. want to get into some untranslatables, bro? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Well, Jared, as you know, I'm hoping to uh, go to Germany for a friend's wedding, uh, and let's do some German untranslatables, which are untranslatables are uh, idioms, proverbs, sayings, axioms that don't always translate on a one one to one basis into English. And we are your untranslatable certified experts. And I will get us started today, Jared, with a you with know, a German. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. We're your untranslatable certified experts. Mm-hmm. That in itself is a it's a weird way to say it. I would say certified untranslatable experts. Personally, that's fair. Uh, I just find, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to say it. Now, please give me your untranslatable. I'm sorry. I My first to, one uh, uh, for you, out. and all of mine, I think, for you today will be German. And this first one is aus dem Schneiderzein. Um, from the what is it? Schneider, some sort of I don't. Know, Schneider is a that's you know, Taylor, isn't it? I was about to say it's interesting because Germany has a lot of like last names that represent the job that someone had, but mm-hmm. like Schumacher, yep, uh, Schumacher, one that comes to mind immediately. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I knew Miller. Schneider or something like that. Oh yeah, what is that? A Miller. Someone oh, who works like a mill. That's a very common German last mm-hmm. name. Yep. I knew Schneider was something like that, but I never knew what the job was that it was related to. What is it again? Uh, Schneider Taylor. A Taylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are these to be old out of the jobs. Taylors. To be out of the Taylors is that is that like to be looking fresh, looking fresh uh, to death? No, no. It, oh, okay, to be out of the Taylor is that like you're out of your mind? Uh, n- uh no, that's a good guess. Is that like um, out of the tailors? Does it have? Is it that closely related to the idea of a tailor? Um, you would say this maybe if you if you were in trouble, but then you solved the problem. Oh, it's like you like dodge the bullet. Uh, we have another untranslatable <sighs> that has to do with nature. You're close with nature. One that has to do with nature. Nature versus nurture. 
What do you what do you call a place with lots of trees, Jared? Nature. <laughs> That's pretty neat. The wilderness, uh You're the middle of nowhere. Warm. Nope. Just start with the W. Wonderland. The wilderness. The wild. The starts with the W. Starts with the W. The lots of trees. Another the, word for forest. The vault. <laughs> the woods. Oh, the woods. The woods. So the forest and the woods. What's the difference between... Is, is that what it means, the woods? Well, our untranslatable has the woods in it. What's the... I, no, I already forgot trouble. what it was. I, I thought we were... It when means to be like out, out of trouble. When you're out of trouble, what do you oh, say? Oh, I see, I see, I see. Oh, you're out of the woods? Is that, that what you would go. say? There we go. Very good. I've That's never what heard Stim or Schneider said that in my life. Yeah. You've never heard that yet, to be out of the woods, or we're not out of the woods just yet? I've heard that. Yeah. But then people don't follow that up by saying, all right, we're out of the woods. <laughs> I mean, in theory, you could say that, though. I guess, I, I guess you could. I guess you could. I'm just saying I've never not heard Not everyone's it. cool like you, Jared. Some people... That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm cooler yep. than everyone. Exactly. Exactly. If you say that, you're not cool. That's exactly That's what I meant. And uh, I stick to that. My first untranslatable is Tagalog. And it's uh, balat sibuyas, sibuyas, and it's onion skin, onion skin, onion skin. Is this someone who uh, has not aged very gracefully? No. What do you know? Um, have you ever bought an onion before, Chad? Yes. Okay. What do you know about onions? Uh, when you a fry, a I mean, onion, they that have you... this. They have that little skin on it. And how would it's you really characterize thin. the skin? It's like thin and like it comes yeah, off actually, pretty easy. Yeah, you know, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. You s- we have an untranslatable in the U- in uh in English that is based off of the idea of of what you said about onion skin being thin. Having thin skin and thick skin? Yeah, I'm going to need more confidence from you because you just said thin Having skin thick skin. Thick. To have onion skin, you would I say, is know. to have thick skin when you just said I, onions have thin no, skin? No, this would be to be very sensitive. There you go. That's exactly what That's I was what looking for. That's what it means. For. Okay. Yes. yes, very good. To be uh, to be an onion skin is to be a very sensitive person. You have that very flaky, thin skin. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. very delicate. Mm. Any sort of little touch in a piece of skin. The onion skin comes broken off, off. It's like easy. You're thin skin. That's right. Watch Sorry, out, like watch out for my onion I think it's perfect. skin. Right. Uh, that's the one that I feel like we could use. We could. I feel like you could. Someone. We. That's one we could use in English to call someone an onion skin. Oh, for sure. Don't be that's such very an onion translatable. Skin. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> exactly. It's a real be, be, onion hey, skin hey, over be, here. Be careful with this guy. He's an onion skin. <laughs> for sure. All right. Let me uh, give you another German one, Jared. Mit Kind und Kegel. With children and, I mean, I know what kegels are in the in English, but I think that's a different term in German. Uh, yes. Uh, I believe a kegel, is that a ball? Or is that kugel? That might be kugel. Let's see Kugel what Schreiber say. is a kind of pen. Ball but point it is a ballpoint pen. About kegel is a cone. or uh, So you are so confident pin. in your German that you don't a even... Pin prepare yourself you just like well i'll know it and then you're like all right i'm just gonna pick a random one i thought i knew it clearly i did not a pin it looks like like a bowling pin yep so the untranslatable is a child and a what can you give me the german again 
Mit Kind und Kegel. With, a chi with child and bowling pin. Yes. You're just guessing. Because you don't have no, a literal translation. No, that's what translation. that means. Oh, okay. Okay. With child and bowling pin? Mm-hmm. Dude, I have no idea. Uh, he's just like, I'm just going to say throwing a wild guess out there. Just making a, a random uh, throwing up a... No. Uh, so if you if you travel, you could say, yeah, I traveled with uh, Midkind und Kegel. With like everything? My van was okay. fully packed. Yeah. I had everything I needed. And what Nothing. do we say in English? What's our English untranslatable for that, Jared? Filled to the brim. Okay, that's one. Or I brought everything... And my annual mama. The, uh, oh, woo, okay, there's there's one way to do it. I was thinking in the kitchen sink, but okay. Yeah. So uh, everything but the kitchen sink. Everything but the kitchen sink. Right? Okay. I think I think I have heard that before, but I don't know it. Mm. Because I was about to say what? Everything and the kitchen sink? I was like, I, that makes sense too, but see that right. was yeah. I, I, but um like I would get it if I heard it, but I don't think I actually knew that untranslatable. That's fair. Hey, time to learn something new. You know, that's the point in, of in our own language. Job. In our own language. Yeah. See, we don't just learn untranslatables from other uh, from other languages, but in the process, we learn stuff in our own language that we can actually use now. Exactly. I, you know, the tongue and untranslatables—they never end. I have one more, not one more. Oh, I have nice. another one for you. Bulama chaka. Days bring like different that things. That means uh, you just gotta. Got a carpe diem, carp them diems, bro. Seize the day. Take advantage of the day. All we mm. have is now. I mean, theoretically, if you're trying to get real, like, whoa, dude, with it, then yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> but not really. For sure, bro. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, yeah, bro, totally. Like, you got to seize it. Right. But at the same time. If you're lucky today, you may not be lucky tomorrow. That's what it means. Okay. So, so I guess at the end of the day, those kind of end up to me at the same thing, but that's not really what the untranslatable was, to be fair. But okay. I would still say you got it right, so I'm going to give it to you. Okay. All right. Well, Jared, should we uh, talk about some uh, overrated and underrated summer travel destinations and activities? We shall. I have a question for you real quick. Yes, As an sir. English teacher, if you say we or I, should it not be shall? We shall, I shall. Yeah. I heard that somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do I, say, do I say something wrong? You say should we, and I say... Oh. There's nothing wrong with that, I guess, mm -hmm. be theoretically, because that's how like we Americans, or even just people, mm -hmm. I, that's not even an American thing. That's how English speakers talk. But But I heard somewhere one time that if you use I or we... It should be shall. Shall, right. And um, I never actually confirmed, so I just well, want to Jared, ask Well, Jared, I didn't teacher. grow up going to a fancy etiquette school. Mother, shall we? <laughs> like, uh, like some people on this podcast, Jared. So Shall we? What can I say? Um, Summer, so yeah. <laughs> what shall I say? Summer is here, Chad. Yeah. And shall I say it's gorgeous outside? Yes, you shall. And I mean... Memorial Day is kind of the, at least in the U.S., it's kind of the kickoff of Yeah, the unofficial start of summer. Right. And that's when they say, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is when you're allowed to start wearing white. So get Ooh. out your white uh, blazers. I got blazers, my white sambas. They're white ready. Sh white shorts. Uh, um, and go to your white. Have you ever been to a white party before? That's, my, that's one of my fun 
summer activities, good summer activities, mm. a white party. I went to one white party one time. Oh. Guess who hosted it? Who? Chris Veal. Should nice. have said his last name. Someone, oh. uh, Chris. You're going to dox him now, Jared. Watch out. Dr. Veal, I should say. Oh, Shall the, I yeah, say? My true. Cousin. Shout out. Um, he hosted a white party one time, and I thought it was the dumbest thing until I, mm. and I bought like a cheap blazer and some cheap uh, white shorts. Go. And then when I got there, I'm like, all right, this is pretty fun. I enjoyed it. You didn't rock some pimpin' white shoes? Some pimpin' white I had, shoes? I believe at the time I had black and white vans. No, it okay. wasn't the checker, but it might have been like a stripe sort of black and Ooh, white situation okay. or something like All right. that. Um, but I, I, but I had, uh, but it had something that had white in it. But I don't think I, I don't think I had all white shoes fitting for the occasion, like all white leather loafers, right. like I'm P Diddy or something, or That's Diddy fair. or Sean Don. I don't know what he goes by these days. That's true. Um, Artist right, formerly Chad. known as Diddy. Listen, I, as you know, in general, I'm a positive sort of light easy going person Mm -hmm. so i have a lot more good summer things than bad on my personal list of things that i would think of i don't have lists once again i know you love i i do have lists i made my own list i know you love lists i have my own list of what i think is a good and bad summer so Mm. um let's start with do you want to start with white boy summer good or bad no i'm just kidding what do you want to start actually i actually have a maybe section where i I, like i I could go both ways on it okay depending on how you hot girl summer yay or nay uh, listen, that's a strong yes. I never have a problem with hot anything summer. Mm. Anyone be wanting to be hot, I have no problem with that. Just hot people summer? I have no problem with women, men, they, them. I don't have a problem with anyone wanting to be hot. We, us. If anyone wants hot. to be hot, go for it. Yeah, be, go that's for fair. it. Please. See, see though, Jared, I'd rather be cool this summer. Have... Have a cool, chill summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying that's the sort of summer I'd adopt, just to be clear. I'm just the saying hotness. I have no... I, listen, I have an Instagram, too. Okay? So Ooh. I have no... I, 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 even though I don't live that, I like to live vicariously through it. I have no I problems you, with Jared. the hot summer. Hashtag so good, hot bad, girl summer. Good, bad, maybes. Do you want to just okay. go through, Ooh, like, start I like with this goods? Good, bad... Well, no. Can you can you toss some out there, and can I give them a good, bad, or a maybe ranking? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, you know, I'll give you my personal ranking as well. Of course, amusement parks. Oh, dude, overrated, bad. Yeah, I forget. Bad. Yeah, you don't like you don't like roller coasters. Overpriced. You don't like fear. Long lines. They are overpriced. Okay. Crappy food. Okay, everything you're well. saying is so true. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can. I be want fun, to defend though. them. I want to defend uh, amusement parks, but I'm like, ooh, those are. All, I'm. I'm. Like, it's like getting punched. Uh, by Mike Tyson, I'm like, yeah, I can't. There's not. There's no defense for anything you're saying right now because I agree right. with all of this. Right. But I enjoy a cheap. Th- it's not cheap at all. I enjoy right. a thrill. Sure. <laughs> Here's the thing, Jared. So um, if you want to do amusement parks, I would say don't do it during the summer. Do it when it's That's not fair. a high season, because then That's you at fair. least it's like look, tourist you, season, right? You can't avoid the high prices, but, but you you're can taking avoid more the risks. Lines. As far as weather goes, if you're going to do it like earlier or late, like if you're doing it in the fall, you'll be fine. Yeah, but if you're yeah, but some roller coasters won't run in the rain. It's not just like yeah, I can still walk around and do everything. It's like no, the top thrill dragster is not going to go if it's pouring rain outside because you're going to fly off the rails and die. 
Uh, I don't think that's why they won't do it, but they won't do it. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so, and that's sort of like the peak time, you know, because part of it is not just, I understand like avoiding the crowds and stuff, but part of the thrill of it is the crowds to a certain extent, you know, like that is the peak, obviously, season for these amusement parks. And in my head, just so everyone knows, Chad and I were from uh, Michigan, sort of the Metro Detroit. Chad's a little bit out of Metro Detroit, but, you know, Metro Detroit area. Um and um for us when we hear amusement park i would say for the most part cedar point yes that is where most of That's like the what, metro like sandusky ohio or yeah which is like about that. two and a half three hours away from 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 us from midwestern and or that's just a quick little car ride by the way a hop and a skip <laughs> hop skip and a jump yep and um you know and it's also to be fair it is on many different scale um uh, like like measurements consider one of the best amusement parks in the world. So it's mm-hmm. so um, it's quite I do some enjoy crazy rides there. I for do sure. enjoy it. So I understand you don't like amusement parks. You've probably been to amusement parks where your job is to hold people's shit, and I can understand that that's not that fun. And you know you you're like, well, at least I can get uh, some ice cream, some dots, and some fries, and next Give thing me you some know, your blue cotton candy, fifty jam. bucks cheaper, you know, or broker, I should say. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. The food is ridiculously priced. Terrible um, for you. Tasty, if you, but terrible for you. If you play you. your cards right, Chad. Now, last time I went to uh, Cedar Point, which was admittedly years ago, um, what we did was we brought... Smuggled food in. No, you bring a, you're bring. you allowed to leave the premises, but you're not allowed to leave mm-hmm. the parking lot, I think. Or if you mm. are... No, you can even leave the parking lot, but you get a stamp. You bring stuff and you bring like a cooler and you put it in your car. There you and then go. You just a little tailgate. Go to the car. Yeah, and you have a little tailgate. Exactly. And and that's a, a whole Cedar di- Point tailgate. Just that's don't a whole sort of much. environment in itself is the tailgate at the Cedar Point parking lot. You wouldn't know that because you uh, have you avoid Cedar Point at all costs. I last time I was there, Jared, I think I had to have been like nine or ten, which is ridiculous because at that point you're not even tall enough to. In- so, like you're saying you don't like Went roller on coasters. The kitty rides, basically. Exactly. But you're yeah. not even tall enough or old enough to enjoy right. uh, an amusement park. And you're just basing all of this off of a childhood perceptions. I'm just which, not into no roller offense, coasters, man. And as I as I'm saying, you're basing this off of nine year old Chad perceptions, which I find uh, admittedly I'm sorry, a little ridiculous. I don't know how you could even say I'm basing it off of uh, perceptions. You said you haven't been to an amusement park since you were nine. Well, no, I was at uh, Disney Shanghai last uh, last January, and the biggest roller coaster is what uh they had a couple of good size roller one eighth coasters scale there. uh size roller coaster of what you could find at uh cedar point well look there were no dragsters there but there were some roller coasters. Uh, what about millennium force size which is a at this point i don't think 10 so. plus year exactly no millennium force came out at the in, in millennium 20 2000 that's a yeah, 20, 20 plus year old roller coaster old, yeah. and there's nothing as big as the millennium force and you're going to compare cedar point to disney shanghai and not even the american disney's are anywhere close to forget cedar point half of the uh, six flags in the united states listen i've been to a lot of uh, amusement parks in my day clearly <laughs> right all right I what else name, do you got for me i've been Jared? to uh, six pla- flags in colorado texas uh virginia i believe and maybe maybe new jersey i can't say for sure maybe not no i haven't because that's where the king of the is but i haven't anyway all right all right you're not into amusement parks meaning the roller coaster style i have a one more style of amusement park for you the water park how do you feel about the water park chad they're fun i like water parks you're a fan of the water park i mean they're they're okay the thing with water parks though is once again 
if it's super crowded, it's just abysmal. I feel like. Are you? Do you enjoy the water park rides? Chad? I like the slides. I like the lazy river. I like. You the like the slides pool. where you where you like put your hands across you and you go down like mm-hmm. that. And then the what about the ones where you're in a tube? Oh, those are fun too. Yeah, I you like, like those. Those, those okay. are good. All right. Now for me, Chad, water park mm-hmm. is firmly in the bad category. Really? Okay. I would. Uh, the, uh, I don't. If 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 I had a free water park experience given to me. I'd still have to seriously consider it. Okay. Water parks to me are one of the most disgusting mm. experiences one could ever experience. The lazy river or the the lazy river is a fun concept. I've I've been on a lot of real rivers like uh, the river that we had. I don't remember what the river was, but the river that goes through our college campus, Albion College, Kalamazoo I've, River. Uh, yes, the on the Kalamazoo River, I've done a lazy river experience on that. That's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, but Amusement parks are disgusting. Um, wave pools, in theory, are fun. Disgusting. Um, I hate the water park rides where you have like where there's no tube and you do like the cross your hands and go down because I've never really been able to figure out how to not have water just shoot directly into my face. That's true. Like I'm like like you're in a uh, dishwasher. Like it's <laughs> like it's just directly shooting into my face. And I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in that experience where it's shooting in your face and then you hit the water. And the water parks are the, literally, I'm not even kidding, the only place I've had the experience of being in water and being confused on like up and down. You know you know that you know that feeling mm-hmm. where you like, uh, maybe once or twice in a pool that's happened. But in general, that really only happens in at water parks for me. When I have that experience of water shooting into my face and then uh, you land into a pool just disoriented as fuck. And then on top of that, we get to the um, the rides with the tubes. If you go around those, every sort of turn, I feel like I'm about to fly out the side of it and be like, and the, and the tube's going to be my only sort of safety measure as I go down 50 feet. When I'm on a roller coaster at like Cedar Point or any sort of amusement park, that is legitimate science at work there. That is legitimate physics yeah, crazy. at work there. That's not just like there's more there's a lot more science I feel like that goes into keeping me safe on a roller coaster than on a water park ride. And I and, and I just feel like they're gross. I can't tell you how many ba- like just band-aids you come across. That's true. Oh my gosh, it's disgusting, disgusting, and you st- disgusting, and you, di- and Wait, you still Jared, have do you the think same. It's disgusting? it's disgusting, and you still have the same <laughs> price gouging that you have at amusement parks. That's fair. No different. That's fair. So I'm gonna say a hard pass. It's gonna. It takes a Kay. lot to get me to go to an amusement park, and if I do, I'm. I'm you gonna mean a water park. I'm not a, wa- a water park. Yes, if getting I do, tickets I'm, and inviting you to a water park one of these days. Jared. I mean, even at an at, at an amusement park. Water the water rides, you know, like the Splash Mountain kind of rides where you mm-hmm. go down like a log cabin or a log sort of, you know, fake right. log thing that's like a roller coaster into a splash. Those are the worst rides because you then you're soaked yep. for a bit and then if it's sunny out you'll get dry, sure, but then you smell disgusting. You smell like mm. a sewage sewage sewage. <laughs> I don't know, that's all I got. You smell like sewage. Okay. Fair enough. Give us some other ones. Um rooftop bar. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll write it a maybe. 
I'll give we it a are maybe. so I love how dude why are we friends what <laughs> there is no overlap so far on things that we'd be interested in doing for you it's a yes I mean I'll give it a yes but I hear you at the maybe because it's easy to run into a, and I've run into I, I like the idea of a rooftop bar where you're at a bar you could sit down and chill but you have the outdoor experience but I guess I've you know when you when you say bar there's a fine line between bar and club and I've certainly been to some rooftop bars, quote unquote, that have more that are really straddling vibe. that line, mm. and you got to fight for a seat, and you know the music is a little too uns uns, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, the, you know, it's like the the clientele is a little, too, I don't know, it's just like, you know, it's a little too young or whatever. Mm. Um, and if you want a beer, it's going to be something really basic and like eight dollars. Right, yeah, this c- Corona is $8, but if you want a, a Yards or whatever, I'm try- I don't know, I'm trying to a think. Fjords. Yards is such a random one. That's a like a sort of a nice Philadelphia brand. I, oh, I need. I was trying to think of a nice brand. For some reason, I thought of a place I haven't lived in in years. But anyway, um, you know, if you want like a slightly nicer beer, like a, a Heineken, that'll be $10. And it's like, you know, and it's like, first of all, you consider this nicer and also this is not worth it. But I, I, if it's a, if if the vibe is right, where you can just go in and sit down, and it be a chill environment, like a proper bar environment, I love the idea. All right, I, all right you know what? You convinced me. I put it in the good category. I'm no, moving it to maybe, maybe because I've been to both styles. I've been to ones that are chill and fun, and but I've also been to ones that are more sort of club style. And I'm like, this is a little too much. Like, like I feel like my clothes aren't cool enough for this place kind of mm. vibe. Um, but let me sit, just say this real quick. The idea of it, I love. The idea of sure. sitting in like a bar area, but you're outside during the day in like a travel location like Chicago. Chicago. Philadelphia, you know, these are like these city. It's a great city thing to do. Right, sure. I've been to one Here, in New York, too, when I think about here's it. Here's my thing, though, Jared, about rooftop bars. They just, to me, they scream pricey or expensive because a sure. lot of them are. That's true. That's uh, true. And I, I will tell you what, what I would prefer is I would rather chill at a nice beer garden outside, do mm-hmm. that instead of a rooftop bar, especially if the beer garden has like some nice shade, maybe a little bit of music. It's a nice summer day out. I mean, you're right. Just the simple economics of it, the idea of having a rooftop bar costs a lot take more. take the elevator all the way up, probably. It's a lot more of a swanky situation, which you're. It, generally, I feel like I, I'm not on board with. And I feel like you're you're now converting me to like a maybe leaning towards no. Because when I hear beer garden, I do think of a cheaper environment. You can and wear I think your of shorts, a more chill your environment. Your tank I'm not going to wear my later hoodies, but I, uh, I hear you. Um, I think I'm with you. I think the beer garden is, is the better choice. Yeah. But I'll say this: in Philadelphia, at least where I lived, there were nice sort of middle grounds where you'd be where, where the prices, where it was like a rooftop situation, a balcony bar, but the prices would not be crazy, and there'd be like big sort of green open area, and it mm-hmm. was actually the one I could think of. I can't remember what it was called because it's been a while since I've lived there, but it was it was the top floor of a uh, parking structure. And so it wasn't oh, like some fancy like hotel or some fancy like um you know I, I don't know conference building uh or office building or whatever and it had like a big sort of green open area and I'll say the food was kind of subpar but but beer and, and drinks were where I would say at least for a city you know um, there probably was still too much for you but you could get a beer for like $6 I'll say 5 $6 which I think is fairish 
No, Jared, just because I'm a cheapskate and I prefer to go to the grocery store and buy my beer and drink it while I'm camping doesn't mean I don't mind once in a while paying a little bit more for a good beer at a place with some good ambiance. It seems like it's for the best that you never visit me in Philly because I feel like Mm. I'd be very concerned. We spent too much money. All right, I have another one for you. Uh, Grilling. Yeah, I think grilling is a great summer activity. Do you have any confidence in your grilling ability, though? I mean, right now it's just basic campfire grilling, Jared. I haven't really done any other grilling. Do you do you find any shame in just your your? <laughs> this is a leading question. If I were in court, this question would be thrown out. Do you find any shame in just your constantly admitting that you literally have no idea how to cook anything other than something that's pre cooked? Nope. No. All right. I mean, I can Listen, cook the I, basic I stuff. The confidence. The basic stuff being. Yeah. A piece of sausage, sure, or okay. chicken. Oh, so you you are confident with chicken? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could cook burgers too. Oh, okay, okay. Wouldn't be that wouldn't be that hard. Okay, okay. I don't know. I really don't know. I've I've never Eggs, experienced not that hard. You'll do. You'll cook an egg. Sure, not that. Chad, hard. you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't know you would even attempt. Uh, I, I guess eggs. I believe that makes sense. I feel like chicken is a, it would be on the line for me because I know there's you know. Did there's you a not chance see me cook die. chicken breast when we were um, at Albion? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But huh. grilling is fun. I when I have a grill, I'm actually wondering. I I I, I should probably follow up and figure this out. But I'm curious if I have movers coming because I'm moving mm-hmm. soon. I've been robbed. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a grill. And I don't know. I wonder if the movers will take it. And I really hope they do because I, I, it doesn't fit in my car. I'm, right. not put, I'm not putting a freaking grill in my car. So I got to figure that out. But um, I uh, grilling is fun. Dur- last summer... I, I most of any meat that I cooked was on the grill, whether it needed to be or not. I'm like, it can be, and I'm gonna do it. Nice. I love the, the the just being outside. I love to crack a beer and just stand mm. outside. You know, put a chair outside, ha- hammock, as Midwesterners say, but I say hammock. <laughs> Apparently, some people say hammock. I've heard really? people say that. I've heard, I th- I've heard like Midwesterner people hammock? say like like Indiana people. Uh, well, uh, so I love okay. the idea of grilling. I do love that. Would you ever, Chad? At your home, just be like, hey, I'm going to cook some meat for myself and grill up some meats for yourself. Sure. Okay. You know what? I'll admit that I think... No, you're not blowing my mind, but I will admit that I I feel like I underestimate your abilities, hmm. and uh, and not abilities, but but what you do, and I, and I apologize for that, because I have one more that involves... Um, cooking? No, not cooking, but just... Curious about yes or not abilities, but like, have you ever done this before? Let's hear it. Classic summer activity that for the at least since I've lived here, where I have like a proper yard at this Mm -hmm. place for the past two years, like I I rent this house or backyard camping. There's a real yard. No, 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 no. Uh, Yard work. Have you ever had to do like? Have you ever had to like Mm -hmm. pull weeds or like chop? uh, Like you know, trim the trees of like yeah. yeah trees and stuff. Break leaves. Oh yeah. Dude, that's Move that is stuff. a summer activity right there that I've now it's learned. Work. If you ha- if you live in any sort of place that has a yard or like or like a plant space that you're re- responsible right. for, it's just a constant sort not a constant but like the longer you put it off the more you like last year I had to, I was out in my backyard for days just chopping with the shears 
putting into the paper bags just these trees that in winter disappear and then mm-hmm. as soon as the weather starts to turn nice they just grow like like zombies that just got bitten you know it's just like this over they just overtakes them and they just grow so fast and it's just like just annoying process where you have to chop stuff down and then you have to pull weeds and i remember when i was a kid it like there there was time when i would just dread like i would look outside and just be like oh god my parents are gonna ask they're not ask tell me <laughs> to go outside and do this and i'm just gonna have to begrudgingly sadly go out here and do this work right and now that i'm um someone that's in a position where i have to do it my for myself uh the feeling has not changed except i have to tell myself to do it and i'm now just swearing on myself about the hatred of having to do it so that's a are I guess you we, i don't yeah uh-huh are you going to have a fire pit at your new place your backyard. I think so. I think, but I have like a little like um, it's not a deck, but it's like a wooden sort of like platform mm-hmm. area in the backyard, okay. like a square like platform area where you can put furniture and stuff. I think I'll. I, I my thought was to buy like one of those um, fire, fire pit things, things that's mm-hmm. like that you know you can like pick up and put there and you know put the right. stuff into it. I'll probably do one of those. Nice. Um, but I haven't I haven't done enough research into the, into that. I think it's we can both agree. There's no real debate that yard work is uh, bad. Yeah, that's in the yep. firm bad. Yep. But people, I would say people might disagree because I, I know people are obsessed with their appearance of their lawn. I mean, right. You live in probably a neighborhood where people. Oh yeah, my neighbors spend too much time mowing in your their neighborhood lawns, is obsessed with their right. lawn and their presentation. Right. And any sort of subdivision like we're used to in the suburbs where we're from, people are obsessed with that with that sort right. of presentation. All right, Jared. Uh, let me ask you a couple mm-hmm. and get your rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, traveling to a very hot tourist destination like Paris or Cairo or New York, or uh, Hollywood. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, Good, nah. maybe, or bad? Nah, I'm, I'm a cheapskate like you. I know I got on you for being a cheapskate, but I am too, <laughs> at the end of the day. And, I mean, Chad's out here, as we talked about last episode, specifically looking for a Lufthansa f- flight to Germany, which is Bougie. known to be one of the more expensive flights to Europe. Um, but you get what you pay for, Jared. You know, last year during the pandemic, I had a flight. Actually, it just came up past the year anniversary of when I would have been in Europe last year. And I think that I was, I felt like I was just early enough in early May where I was really avoiding the bum rush mm-hmm. of it. But I was, I felt like even then, even May is sort of pushing it. I feel like, like March is good. I feel like March is a good time where you're used, it's not going to be freezing. Um, but uh, it's not tourist. It's not full on tourist season. You know, that's that's generally. You know, if we're going to uh, what in northern hemisphere places, I should say, because I guess it's different if you're in Australia or South Africa or, or you know at parts of Africa or whatever, where it's or South America where they're the southern hemisphere. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with say, you on that. I'd say yeah, the big tourist destinations. I'm with you on that. I'm gonna are better. Pass. Right, I'd say those are better off v- being visited. In the For low me, season, personally, when it comes to summer, I think that it's you know we're from. I I feel like that's a great time to to stay domestic, honestly. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think agree. no matter where you're from, um, cities of any size focus on trying on like activities. Like here in Ferndale, there's the uh, Ferndale Art Show in Royal Oak. There's Arts Beats and Eats. 
and, or I believe it's in Royal Oak. When uh, is that? Has that happened yet? I think that's July-ish. I think that's later. There's all the right. a Dream Cruise in August. Um, so, And these are all things that are local to me personally. We should so check like, some of those out. Sure. I mean, listen, for the every t- for the longest time since I've lived in Michigan, the Dream Cruise has been more of a thing that's unavoidable rather than, hey, I should check that out. It's like, right. I can't not check it out. <laughs> that's <laughs> but true. But I love it. I mean, listen, I, I love it, if, especially if I'm not driving. Uh, I love it. And that's what I love about living where I live, where I could enjoy it and not have to drive to to it because any sort of experience with Woodward around that time is a shit show. But... Um, that's what I love about summer is that the activ- that, that the local activities are, are there. You don't need to that's the I think that's the best time for you not to have to for one not to have to go seek out activities or seek something out because it's like every sort of city that has any sort of meaning to it or any sort of amount of population to it is putting on some sort of uh activities of their own dexter where you live dexter they have, days. they have some sort of dexter things dexter is about as small as a city as as or a yep. town yep. as as you always like to talk about how they used to be a town just a couple of years used ago to be a village bro. a village excuse me yeah it's like it's like so yeah, even watch, the smallest out, of, of places focus on sort of fun activities to get people together so i think mm-hmm. i agree with you there's no reason to try to go on these far away journeys in in peak time when you could do a lot of fun stuff just around especially a lot of these because concerts will be coming back at some point and like these big music festivals i feel like a lot of times i think they're kind of overrated like yeah sure it's probably cool to see some of these artists live but i think what's more fun and i like the cheapness of it too is seeing local bands like going to your Mm. local jazz fest or blues fest or summer whatever you know a lot of towns have different stuff there were some a couple or outdoor bar or two that i've been to that that were known for having like uh bands that would play you know like you know that mid-afternoon time and that's that's a good vibe now i'll say this you mentioned music festivals and i'm with you in general that the idea of a music festival just seems like something that's really not my thing. You know, there's the uh, the accommodations are limited. You're packed in. You're surrounded by drunkards and people on drugs, and uh, your food sources are terrible. You're no one showers for days. But I put personally, I put music festivals in maybe. Okay. Because I've never been to any sort of music festival. Really? No. We and should it, go to one. It's, That'd be that's fun. what I'm saying. It it seems like a fun thing to experience. You got to try it at and least. Even once. though I've never been to one, and it doesn't seem like my thing, I'm still drawn to them, and it still seems like something that I feel like I got to experience, and that would be a fun thing to experience. So I put it in a maybe because I've never been to one. It's certainly not something I can't imagine. And maybe, maybe I'd be wrong, but I personally can't imagine that after I experience one, it's got like, you know, I kind of make a point to try to, you know, get out of the country at least mm-hmm. once every couple of years. I couldn't imagine that that would be something I would do with music festivals. It was like, well, now I got to go to Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza or, or electric forest every year. I got to do it. I can't see right. that happening. But it's you still never know. it's still something that I really want to at least experience once or twice in my life. You might catch that festival bug, Jared. You that's never true, know. and that's you why I put know. in a maybe. I, that's right. a bold thing to put into a f- firm we'll, no. We'll, we'll start if I've you never off small. We'll start you off small. Do like maybe like a day long festival. Mm. See what you think about that. You know what a good start mm-hmm. would be. Also, I think although it's pricier already, is like the city festival. So there's like Lollapalooza 
or Made in America, which is like a hip hop sort of fe- mm-hmm. music festival in Philly. Uh, and, and so I've experienced both of those from outside of the barriers, but you know, it's in a city so you can hear the music happening. (laughs) Right. And so I have experienced, but obviously it's nowhere close to the experience of actually being, uh, within the barriers. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I have gotten like the, I feel like even though they're pricier, a lot pricier, unless you have a way to not have to pay for accommodations. But um, the city ones like Lollapalooza and Made in America do seem like a nice sort of step into it. And then it's like, all right, I see what I'm getting into. Now I'm ready for one where I go to California. I'm in a desert and You're, I'm the rented a, 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 a tent a and other camping gear. Jeep or, or was it like a Dodge Grand Caravan that I got to live out of for a weekend. There we go. You know, and I'm no, I'll meet you no there with my van. And now everyone's banging and, and everyone's gross and smelly, but we're just doing it because we're, we're all it. on sorts of as drugs. As long as everyone's never gross and smelly, Jared, that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready for that level yet right. at all. Um, Let me I give, give you a couple, or go ahead, sure. you got another one? I got another one for you. Um, what about whitewater rafting? Have you ever been whitewater rafting before? You know, I'm cool with like doing some like kayaking down like a smooth river, but I'm not, whitewater rafting just... Nope. Now I put kayaking on my list too, and I think for me both of those are in yeses. Okay. Now to be fair, I have whitewater rafted a number of times for me, okay. so I think the fear level of it is down because I have family in Colorado, so that would be sort of a and I would go there every summer, like back in the day when I was in high school and middle school. So that would be sort of like an activity that my cousins would take us to do, and so uh, to me, I guess maybe it's a little less scary, but. It's a fun activity, dude. And I've never had any close to bad experiences, even when I got hurt. I like I've never gotten hurt. I've never um I've never I could maybe I've fallen out once, if that. Okay. But it's fun. But I'll but I agree with you. Kayaking or like canoeing down a river is more chill. a lot more of a chill experience. You can bring like beers. Right. You know, you could chill out in the sun and just lay back. You know, whitewater rafting is active rivers that are fast moving. There's no chilling aspect of it. I'll also say this too, Jared, with the whitewater rafting or kayaking, I do think one thing that me personally is a little bit overrated is like just floating down the river, like like on an inner tube. For me, I would much rather float down a river in a kayak or a canoe versus floating down on an inner tube. I I don't get why people are so crazy about that, but... You know, that's that's just me. I remember, what was it? It must have been two years ago. Yeah, it was two years ago in like June, July. I went to, was it Ann Arbor? What is it, the Huron River? Yep. There's a there's an area where you can rent stuff, and I kayaked with my sister down the Huron River. And, you know, Huron River is a chill river. There's no point where you're really like testing right. any of your limits. And it was, a, it was a great time. That's definitely something that I would I would do again. I have another one for you. Let's hear it. Now, this is really starting to, you're really starting to expose your lack of experience. You need to get out more, Chad, because there's so many things where you're like, no, no. What about this one? Drive in movies. Oh, yeah, I'd be down for that. I've never have done you, that before. You've never done or it before. I'd be down Damn, for it. Damn, dude. What have you done? You dude, need to my get out van, more. My van you're would old. be perfect. You're old, Chad. Old. You're 30. Huh, and what? Time is. I'm not 30 yet. Life is moving. Give me, hey, give me hey. my couple last months. You're my 29 20s, and, and 11 and months. <laughs> i'm just making stuff up you're tw- you're very close to 30 and i feel like there's a lot of experiences that need to be had you can't live in this life of fear yeah, dri- not that you're afraid of driving movies but i've been to a couple driving movies it's the best the only reason i put it into movies or excuse me maybe 
mm-hmm. is because you got you, you got to be with like a with someone you know like to me a drive-in movie is a great like romantic situation mm. i don't want to go with my bros i, feel I like... don't want to go by myself it like it's uh, t- I, I don't know maybe that's uh, also primarily the only way i've experienced it i guess i've i've been with family before and it wasn't that bad so let's be fair that wasn't i feel that bad like either. my van would work pretty well for that yeah that would be perfect yeah. that would be perfect yeah you you could even put it sideways and have like mm-hmm. the awning that's what and, i was thinking uh and you know just sit outside as well not even have true. to sit in the van that would be nice that's too true. and have like a little area for yourself i got my tarp poles for my awning by the way so uh nice so what i did when i went is i i had uh i have i'm a hatchback person i've i've Mm -hmm. had multiple hatchbacks in my day of driving and it's perfect you can like sort of have a put down the back seats and have an area where you can almost be like partially sitting up and look through the uh the back uh the back windshield and look out to the windows so driving is a perfect summer activity i love it love it and now all i need to give myself is you know it is summer so it's perfect not it's perfect like a hot whatever summer so let me give me some hot whatever and hey let's get into the back of my there hatchback. we go there we go um here's another one i have you have you have some too i don't mean to mm-hmm. please go ahead you're good please i, I i'm uh, well my, my actually this is my my final one for you for today okay. which which is uh what are your thoughts actually on uh, like tanning, just like laying on the beach and tanning. Overrated, good, bad, maybe complicated. Okay, okay. I, I like the idea of it's more uh, tanning. No, I'm black. Okay, there's no. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really see uh, the benefit personally of like getting this dark skin because I, I'm black. It's it's already there. So tanning specifically, no, there's no need. Well, Jared, but, but, for, for your melanin challenged uh, brothers over here, um, I would say that um, I, I I have a weird relationship with tanning. The way I look at tanning is if you want to if you if you want to just go relax and and I mean it does feel good to just lay in the sun. That's fine. But I think the idea of tanning, like if you're just outside, just go outside and do something, and you can still get tan while you do well, something. You that's know? what I'm getting at. Tanning specifically is a weird way to word it. I see the the benefit, and I enjoy going to a beach and just lying in the sun and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I, I could a hundred percent get on board with that. Actually, I did that like a year or two ago in Ludington, and it was great. Nice. You, there's, uh, but I, I'm, but I, I guess tan, I don't do it. Tanning is not in my head as why I'm doing it because I'm not, you know, w- you know, you, you, as you know, you speak for your whites. You white people are, are enjoy the idea <laughs> of temp of of looking dark. Yep. Um, but that's a novelty for you, for you guys. And it's like, at least as far as I know, not, there's not a lot of black people that are like, I'm trying to get darker, uh, in the sun. You know, there's colorism is an issue and all these things, but the idea of sitting in the sun on a beach is very enjoyable to me. Honestly, almost more than going into the water, especially if we're talking mm-hmm. about an ocean. I okay. almost enjoy the idea of just hanging out on the beach, uh, than actually going in. But I, it is sort of annoying. Sand's annoying. Sure. Um, it's everywhere it's like glitter it's nature's glitter <laughs> i went to chicago a couple of years ago with with the homies and we went to lake michigan and we were on the beach and we had some uh, adult beverages nice I, the, the furthest i went into the water was probably up to my knees there mm. were people around us you know it was a hot hot everything hot person summer there were people around us playing 
you know, playing volleyball. It was a cool vibe. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. But I put it into a maybe because I'm not really a beach fan to the point where like the water does anything for me. I just I like the vibe. And I like um, the not doing anything aspect of it. I'm going to be honest with you. You, you. you don't like the idea of not doing anything. You need to be doing something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. If I was on the beach, I'd, if I'm just sitting there, I'd, there's nothing to do on the beach. What are you going to do? I can do? only you sit there for like locations. half an hour. Uh, well, I'd be oh, reading. No. I'd have a book. If there, Now, maybe this is a Unless I bit, take a nap. This is maybe a little bit of a like into my psyche but if, if there's like you know drinks and there's stuff going on then i can hang out for a bit especially if i'm not alone and they're like with friends and you're chit-chatting i can hang it's a hang you know i can hang you can't hang you can't sit down and hang well, that's you and different I i'm thinking of tanning and well, hang i'm th- i'm thinking more like tanning you're just like you're there and like a lot of times when people tan it's like they yeah, put but when on you their say sunglasses tanning, you make it seem like you're focused on an objective that's right. I got to focus on tanning, bro. As I said, once again, me as a black person, my objective at, as when I go to a beach is never to specifically hit the right spots and angles so I get the right amount of dark and the right evenness. That's right. never a consideration or concern for me or I'd imagine uh, most of my uh, my Negro brethren. I, that's That sounds like a specifically white thing, very concerned with how the tan mm-hmm. turns out. Sure. I feel Can't like having I, tan lines, Jared. I feel like black people are more concerned with not getting burned and like sort of protecting themselves against the sun rather than like this Mm -hmm. idea of like oh i need to get nice and dark in the sun but i don't know that's just what my guess is so i put beach and maybe i put it in maybe i have have some more for you um oh well we already know one that you how could you not even mention this camping Camping? excursions oh that well that's a yes that's a hundred percent yes but 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 is it though because if you did not have this van and you just had your Crown Vic, which honestly if, is a perfect vehicle, camping vehicle. If you're not, if you're willing to use a tent, there's mm-hmm. plenty of space in the Crown Vic to put all all of your camping. Oh, for needs. sure. Uh, would you be camping as much as uh, anywhere close to as much as you are right now? I think as that's much, a maybe probably for you. not. Um, not. Probably as not as much, much but anywhere but close to as much. I think maybe. I mean, you remember last? It was last year. I had been talking about wanting to go camping and i just never did one because i didn't have the equipment um i've still even thought about buying a tent for even even with the van you know on certain Mm -hmm. nights if it's really nice out just you know there's a really nice coleman pop-up tent that it looks like you basically pull like two or three levers and then poof your tent's right there it does seem like we're past the point of having to put like uh put tents up you know Right. Now it's like tent in a cup or whatever. Yep. All right, I have one more bad one for you. This is my final one. I take that back. I have one more bad and I have a maybe for you. Okay. Which would you prefer first and bad. second? A bad or a maybe? All right, bad, bad first, cruise ships. Oh, yeah, nope. Especially not during the summer. Do that no during the winter. No time of the year. There are, there are winter cruises. There are cruises more popular in winter and summer. I'm interested in none of them. That's fair. None of them. That's fair. I don't blame Forget you. COVID. <laughs> they're breeding grounds for disease. All sorts of things. And yeah, yeah, I said I like hanging out at a beach, but the good thing about a beach is when I'm ready, I can also leave and go somewhere. Um, I, I don't like the idea of being contained to just like this little like ship of gluttony really, for a couple people, weeks Jared's or Jared's just afraid of being left behind on the island that they visit. That's really what Jared's fear is. Yeah, that too. That too. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna leave my just 20 years later on the ship, and they're halfway back to Miami right. or whatever. Now the maybe it's like that Jared, I had. Why, why, why are you still living in Tahiti? Well, I got stuck here 20 years ago, and I just I never mean, left. That doesn't sound that bad. If, depending on how that works out, I mean, maybe right. that maybe <laughs> not that bad. 
Um, now the maybe I have the final one is mm-hmm. I, it's sports. Now it's two specific sports. Okay. Baseball games and then the beginning of football season is specifically what I think about. And I put that in a maybe because for me, especially baseball games, but football games to an extent too, the the best experience for me is going with people that also don't care about mm-hmm. the game. I don't want to go to a baseball game with someone that really cares and we got to stay for the whole nine plus innings for three out three plus hours. I like someone that's not really that interested and just likes the vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's as a they vibe. Say. And so I like the vibe of it, but I but I like to be ready to go after two hours or, mm-hmm. you know, and not have to stay Seven for the whole stretch, three and, and a half bounce. hours. Exactly. I don't want to stay for the whole three and a half hours. And the same thing goes for football games. I went to a football game with one of my friends who will not be mentioned, Don Strite. And <laughs> he's a he's a U of M super Just fan. Just a little bit. And it was raining. Now, this wasn't summer, but it was raining. Who are they and playing? You, we were in Utah, and they were playing University of Utah. Oh, that's the one they lost too, wasn't it? Yeah, to a team that they shouldn't <laughs> be losing to at a for, with against a team that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. It was pouring rain. We had terrible rain protection, and I stayed. We had stay. We had to stay for the whole thing, and I was just sitting there miserable since about like halfway through the second quarter or whatever. Or excuse me, there's two halves, isn't there? Enough college football? Yeah. Like ha- like uh, part of the four way quarters, through the first yeah. half. There's right. four quarters. But yep. anyway, it was terrible. I hated it. Um, and so, like, I hate – and the same thing with baseball. It has nothing to do with the weather, but if you're there with someone that actually cares, like, I don't really want to stay for the entire nine innings for, right. honestly, any baseball game that I ever go to. Because I don't fair. really care about the team or the sport. I just enjoy the vibe, and it's cool to have that aspect of something – to look at while you're it's like a cool thing to look at while you're at a bar right but you know, as Jared, you said though it's also maybe because much like the amusement parks you know it's ridiculously expensive for you get a beer it's like all right that'll be ten dollars right it's i like, will right, say this about sports like games though talking about i think you're better off i would say overall professional sports games are overpriced and kind of overrated uh but if you can find minor league or college Events that I think is the way to do it. Minor league is the, is the is the the secret because college mm-hmm. you can't buy booze at True. college games. True. Minor league you can buy booze and everything is cheap and it's just a it's just like a more chill environment in general. Mm-hmm. I, I I've been to a, one or two minor league games in my day. Honestly, I wish I've been to more, but I have heard and know like especially as an adult. I've never been as an adult, but I do know. That is a great, like, sort of chill vibe. Some of them you can even bring your own coolers, you know? Like, you can bring your own stuff, uh, which is even cheaper and better. And so um, I agree with you. I think minor league is is the is the real is the real underrated there. I don't think college is the underrated. I think minor league is. That's yeah. a good call. Yeah, for sure. That's all I got. That was my well, final one. Well, Jared, you know, I think we could talk about destinations, but I think we should save that for another episode and yeah, talk more about. We covered about activities today, not exactly, that, and we can do destinations later another time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, for sure. I think that the key with, for for me at least, the key with like a good summer activity, I like them to be cheap. You know me, I like them to be affordable or cheap. Uh, I like to uh, take advantage of that beautiful weather outside. So, Mm. you know, if you're into like bike riding or skateboarding or even going for a walk, um, hiking, I'm actually really excited, Jared. I'm uh, getting some some nicer hiking boots. I wanted something that was a little bit higher up on my ankle, just get a little bit better ankle support. You know, I'm getting older, Jared, so can't uh, be twisting my ankle in the middle of nowhere and getting, getting <laughs> stuck somewhere. 
<laughs> right? Does <laughs> exactly. anybody hear me? <laughs> exactly. I and hear lo you. lo and behold, I just had like cell phone service the whole time. Could yeah. just send oh. a text message. <laughs> like, and then, or you just stand up and you're like, oh, actually, I'm good. I can walk this. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, so doing stuff outside, I think, is always a good kind of summer plan. For sure. Oh, one last thing, though, Jared. I know I mentioned a last thing earlier, but I think seltzers are one of the most overrated Mm. Like summer drinks. Like it seems like when summertime rolls around, you start seeing more ads for, you know, the new Corona seltzer or whatever. I am a fan of summer drinks. My summer drink that I would go to is a homemade one, and that involves a Topo Chico, which okay. is a very great summer drink. Spicy in water. Uh, it's a Mexican uh, sparkling water. Put some. Did you say spicy water? I did. Yeah. It's not. It's sparkling. There's no. I know. There's no added spicy spices or anything. It's got some sparkle, some snap to it, some bite. Do you put some tequila in there, squeeze okay. some, uh, some some limes, lime. maybe some lemon if you want. And then if, you, if you're interested, I, I might recommend it. Just a light bit of some level of sweetener, whatever you might choose, even if you just like put a little bit of simple or basic sugars in there or simple syrup, as they call it. Um, it's a great drink, it's, and it's as simple as it gets. So I'm, I, summer drinks is a fun one. Uh, Oberon Gin is tonic. Out, Oberon's out now. Although I realize I'm not a huge fan of Oberon, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it's but, <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, I, I'm kind of there with you. It, it is okay, and it's not even really something that I'm that big of a fan of. But it, but it is hard for me to go a uh, summer in Michigan without being like, oh, I mean, I gotta get at least one o- Oberon. Right. Well, you at know? some point, even when we I don't go really to like an outdoor it. bar, I might get one on tap because it's not yeah. too bad from tap. Sure, it's just not my favorite, but it's right. but it is. But that's what I love about summer is like there's these very specific summer things. Where it's like I don't even really love this beer, but I love what it represents. You know, another another which is why summer they do it thing like that. that I that I think we'll see now somewhat this summer are some of those festivals and open air concerts and activities. Oh, I'm definitely. definitely planning on checking some of those out. So uh, for sure. All right. Well, Jared, I think we've covered our uh, uh, overrated, underrated summer activities. Um, Hit the campgrounds, people. Check out some of these festivals, and uh, we hope everyone has a great summer. So let us know what some of your favorites, especially some maybe underrated or uncommon summer activities at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into those DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one. Also check us out on Instagram and YouTube, untranslatablepodcast.com. And please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let us know how we can make this podcast better for you. So as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yequieme, muchas gracias, shisha, and dos vidanya. Hot Untranslatable Summer. I wish. That would well, be pretty, nice. Pretty soon we'll have your new new Untranslatable Studio, right? The new Jared Cave. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll be as good though. Why not? It's just you know, it's not the Snow Harry Potter closet. It's a guest room, should so we, I'm gonna have to try build to build an extension out of the side of your house that's just the size of the Harry Potter closet. Perfect idea. Perfect idea. Great. That, solved, that solves it. Well, we can, that was we easy. Can build you a he shed. A he shed. A oh, he yeah. shed. Uh, the man cave and a she shed. That's right. Yeah, I do have a shed. There you but, go. Um, I would certainly would not want to record a podcast in there. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much for rent? Can I stay in your shed? How much for rent? No, you, no, I don't think there's anything that can get you out of your parents' house. <laughs> what well, I'd probably have to pay you. Yep. How much are you gonna pay? Me?